The tragic story of a teenage relationship that ended with a young man taking his own life and a young woman going to prison. At the heart of this closely watched case, her text messages and phone calls encouraging him to commit suicide and the debate over whether words can kill. Here's ABC's Deborah Roberts. Ms. Carter, please stand. For 20-year-old Michelle Carter, an uncertain future. Two and a half years in the Bristol County House of Correction. Her fate handed down two months after this stunning verdict. This court, having reviewed the evidence and applied the law thereto, now finds you guilty. Guilty of involuntary manslaughter for using text messages and phone calls to encourage her boyfriend to take his own life. This troubled relationship beginning with a chance encounter in 2011, she then an athletic 17-year-old from Plainville, Massachusetts. He, a year older, living about an hour away and sharing her love of sports. Conrad also has a love for the sea with a seemingly bright future in the family tugboat business. Conrad's aunt, Kim Bozzi. He loved it. He loved being on the water. He got his captain's license at the age of 18, which is pretty, pretty awesome. Yet even with so much promise, Conrad is adrift and troubled. Hi, this is Conrad Henry Roy III reporting to you about what's going on through my mind, what's going on through my head the last few days. Confiding deep emotional distress in these private video diaries. I've created a monster out of myself the past few years because of my depression, racing thoughts, suicidal thoughts. The hardest thing for me is to be comfortable in my own skin. Sarah Conge, a reporter for ABC Boston affiliate WCVB, says Michelle had her troubles too. She suffered from depression and she had an eating disorder. We know she took antidepressants. But something clicked between the two, falling into a heavy virtual romance, one Conrad's mother knew very little about. Does she know who she is? She just thought she was an acquaintance of Conrad's, nothing more. In fact, they meet in person only two or three times. The relationship nearly entirely electronic. We were intimate with each other over text message because they talked so much about their personal feelings. But were they a traditional boyfriend and girlfriend? It's hard to say. In a Facebook exchange early on, Conrad tells Michelle about his brush with death. I tried to kill myself. How did you try to kill yourself? Do you still want to? No, I'm going to. Just letting you know. The voices in my head tell me to. There's these weeks and weeks of messages where Conrad Roy is saying, I'm depressed, I want to die. And he says this to her over and over. She's overwhelmed by this caretaker role she has with her boyfriend. She can't handle it. Michelle repeatedly trying to talk him out of it, even encouraging him to get help. I'm never going to be better. I have to accept that. You're in a dark tunnel, but it's not going to last forever. You'll find the light someday. For two years, Conrad continues to talk about ending his life, warning Michelle not to tell anyone. She doesn't. And the only way I'd hate you is if you told people about this. You hear me? I'm not going to tell anyone, because if I did, then you'd have to go to a hospital, and I know that's not what you want. His family's aware that he struggled with depression, but says they know nothing about those text messages. On July 12, 2014, Conrad tells his mom he's going to visit a friend, but she worries when he doesn't return. The next day, Fairhaven officer Dave Correa finds Conrad's truck and his lifeless body behind the wheel. I'd seen enough people that were gone to realize just by looking at him that he was gone, that there was nothing that anybody was going to be able to do for him. 
In the back seat, this pump used to fill his car with a lethal cloud of carbon monoxide. Conrad had left notes at home for his family and Michelle. He thanks her for being there for him, for supporting him, for sticking with him as he went through all of these struggles and mental health problems. Though most of his family and friends had never met her, Michelle attends his wake and his funeral. Showing up at these various times. Yeah. And even asked for part of his ashes. Yeah, yeah, she wanted to go through his room and take some of his belongings. What did you all make of that? That's when things started to get a little weird. It was like, hmm. yeah, you don't do that. Fairhaven police are working what seems like a straightforward suicide investigation until they get the password for Conrad's phone and find some very disturbing text messages with Michelle. I don't get why you don't just overdose again, but go somewhere in private. You already know it works. She actually begins to almost agree with him. Like, okay, so you want to kill yourself? When are you going to do it? You're really going to do this? Yeah. Okay, there's no turning back now. Carbon monoxide poisoning is the best option. If you fall asleep in your car while it's running in a garage, it will kill you. And there's no pain. Investigators are stunned. In the last week of his life, Michelle asked Conrad when he's going to kill himself more than 40 times. When are you going to do it? I'll let you know when. Well, is it going to be soon? Conrad had attempted suicide before, but wavered. On that July evening, Michelle now encourages him. Are you going to do it now? Leave him now. Okay, you can do this. Five minutes later, Conrad sends this text. Okay, I'm almost there. It would be his last before taking his life. Later, when she hears detectives are searching through Conrad's phone, Michelle begins to worry, sending a frantic text to her friend. Sam, they read my messages with him. I'm done. His family will hate me and I could go to jail. Then this jaw-dropping one. Sam, his death is my fault. Like, honestly, I could have stopped him. I was on the phone with him, and he got out of the car because it was working. And he got scared, and I told him to get back in. Is the question whether words can kill? Is well, that what it is? this is more than words, much more than words. She researched modes of death. And the reason that she did that is because he asked her for help. Mm -hmm. He's the one who drew her into this thing from the beginning. Six months after Conrad's death, a stunning indictment charging Michelle Carter with involuntary manslaughter. What she said is reprehensible, and it is just bone chilling. But that's a separate question from, is it criminal? She and her legal team decline a jury trial, instead putting her fate in the hands of a judge. She assisted and devised and advised and planned his suicide. She pushed him to kill himself sooner rather than later. You presented her as a, as a girl who was manipulating, who was looking for attention. She wanted him to die, it appears, to gain attention or to uh, gain friendships or uh, get girls to like her more. She used him as a pawn in her sick game. The defense resting nearly entirely on one witness, psychiatrist Peter Bregan. The short explanation is she thought that was the only way to help him. He says Michelle, who was taking antidepressants, was a vulnerable and emotionally disturbed teen who became overwhelmed by her boyfriend's talk of suicide. 
She didn't want him to take his life. She said, you don't want to take your life. You don't want to. She said this to him for two years. Until she eventually says, do it. She said, if that's what you want, do it. She breaks. She breaks under his pressure, under the drugs. I spoke exclusively with defense attorney Joe Cataldo. What doesn't the world understand about Michelle Carter? That she loved Conrad Roy. She really cared for Conrad Roy. She thought she was supporting what he wanted. After six days of testimony, Michelle Carter, now 20 years old, found guilty in her boyfriend's death. This court finds that instructing Mr. Roy to get back in the truck constituted wanton and reckless conduct by Ms. Carter. Yesterday, the sentence. Two and a half years in the Bristol County House of Correction. Adding she'll only spend 15 months behind bars and then probation. But tonight, Michelle Carter remains free as her team plans the appeal. Conrad Roy's family calls that outcome a slap in the face, but finding solace in this one thought. She has to live the rest of her life in her skin as her. One of the most hated people in the country. So, good luck with that. For Nightline, I'm Deborah Roberts in Taunton, Massachusetts. Our thanks to Deborah Roberts for that report.